Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. to another episode of the unqualified therapist oh yeah i was wondering what noise we were gonna get tonight <laughs> we are so happy that you are joining us again and we have a very special guest i, I, I want to say tonight because we're recording tonight but i don't know when you're listening to this probably in the morning probably driving to work yeah so we have a very special guest with us at this episode <laughs> At whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Exactly. We have, I'm going to just keep calling him TikTok famous because in my world he is, <laughs> um, Mike Stecker. And he is here to chat with us about lots of things, but one of the big things being um, in recovery and what it's like, you know, I have lots of questions about how you got there, but we're going to kind of talk about what it's also like to inspire so many people. Yeah, definitely. So welcome, Thank Mike. You. But Thank you very much. He goes by Stecker, so we're going to call him Steck. We should probably also, <laughs> like, also go by that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the connection here is that he is friends with my Mike, and that's how we met. Yeah, yeah. Small and so world. I did not realize that the night that we met was, I think, I want to say day five sober for you. Yeah, I think it was. Like, oh, that hot, hot, yes, hot venue, yes, for the band, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a yeah very very early on. I think it was actually yeah within my first week. It was like the first Friday. Yep. Yeah. And you know I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the concert. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But you did it and you killed it and you were amazing. I think amazing. it was a little hard though, wasn't it? Oh that yeah, night? I was, yeah. I ended up going live on TikTok. You know, to yeah. Help keep me, mm-hmm. you know, because like that's actually helps out a lot being able to go live or you mm-hmm. know having TikTok because that's what keeps me more honest with it. Yeah. 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 But let's back it up. I all didn't right. mean to jump that's into right. that so that's so right. far, but I just was like, you know, when we're talking about how we that, met and know each wild other. Too, to think about that. But how, yes, how yeah. soon in your um, recovery process that you, you were. So it was like such a cool thing to go back and, because I was going back through your TikTok and watching. And I was like, holy shit. That's what I was like. That's the night I met him. I can't believe that it was like day five. Yeah. And here we are, two, yeah. two, 19 days later from that. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Like that gives me chills. I get goosebumps it's just amazing. hearing that. It's awesome. Yeah. Never thought it'd be possible. Honestly. Wow. But yeah, let's rewind. Let's and rewind. Let, and let the listeners know yeah. what the hell we're talking about. I know, right? So I guess before we get into all that, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, you know, 
I had a childhood where I had a pops who, whose nickname was Crazy Eddie. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I think you've met I him. Know, I've met him a couple times. Yeah, but you've met him as Pup Pup. Right. All right. Which Pup I've Pup heard is, is way different. Pup Pup is not the same person that I called dad yeah. growing up. Yeah. He's a completely different individual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pop Pup's tame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, unless the twins aren't around, unless if the grandkids aren't around, ah. completely different. Yeah, he goes back into dad. <laughs> ah. So I'm guessing that he's a, he was a different dad than he is. Oh yeah, he's definitely a disciplinarian. I would say you know he's you know definitely very hard on us. You know you don't get a nickname and moniker of Crazy Eddie you know by <laughs> nod. You know, like just a fun story, fun now because you know yeah it's, yeah. it's past. You know, but I was like 14 years old and I pitched for high school baseball that, and then right after with that we had a rec game, and my dad was the manager of that game, so he started me pitching. I walked the first four batters, and, and he looks at me, he says, "What's the matter? Can't you get the ball over the goddamn plate?" <laughs> so I look at him. And I just and I'm so pissed at this at this time because like I'm pissed that I can't get a strike to save yeah, my life. Yeah. I'm pissed that he's dogging me and he knows I just pitched. So I I threw the ball at the dugout. I said, if it's so easy, you fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like instantly it's like and then he knew he fucked up. Yeah. Because yeah. he says, You little son of a bitch. <laughs> he grabs a baseball bat and he starts chasing me around oh my the baseball field, oh right? Oh my gosh. And this is like with league paid umpires and shit. Oh jeez. Fourteen years old, chasing me around the baseball field. You little son of a bitch. Oh my god. So now this is a different time. It was like early two thousands. Yeah. So the the parents in the bleachers, they form a circle around me. They say, Oh, Ed, get back to the dugout. Get back yeah, to the dugout. Yeah. You need to calm down. So that they let me sit on the the, the bleachers with them. Yeah. At the end of the game happens, I'm like, I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna walk home. Yeah, it's like yeah. about five blocks, six blocks yeah. from home, so it's not terribly far. So I have to get in the truck with this dude. Ugh. I get in the truck. I'm like, oh man, I'm picturing my head going through the window. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm not gonna tell your mother what you said to me. And I looked at him. I said, What I said to you? You tried to hit me with a baseball bat. Yeah. He said, it's because of what you fucking said to me. Oh. I'm thinking, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh so my we gosh. get home, and he sends me to the store to go get him milk. That's a whole other stuff. And then I come home, and my mother says, how dare you speak to your father that <laughs> So he totally so threw Oh, yeah. yeah. So it oh yeah, so all starts all over again. So, yeah, you know. So... Some some parts of the childhood were kind of tough, and other parts. I mean, don't get me wrong; he wasn't a bad father at all. Yeah, you yeah. know, he was there at every single baseball game. I think he missed one baseball yeah. game out of every single one I've ever played. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean. And he's taught me a lot about construction, which is what I do now. Yeah. So he's definitely a great, he was a great father. But there's a lot of funny stories now that, at the time, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Bro? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we always say on here because our parents did similar, sort not yeah. similar in that way, but like everybody's parents causes some sort of trauma in right. your life but it's like they're doing the best they can with what they know mm -hmm. at that time mm -hmm. you know oh, and that's yeah. about probably all he knew that's how he was raised i'm sure well that's the thing you know his father kind of pretty much left the picture when he was like uh, seven years old oh yeah. okay so you know that's always going to put a big void in you know, and he didn't have a father so he didn't know how to be a father yeah, so he's, right. just, he's going on the fly right so that's you know that puts a lot of other things into perspective as as a child you can't make that connection sure but now as an adult mm -hmm. you look back you're like this dude was really trying. Yeah, he didn't know what the yeah. hell he was doing yeah. either. Yep, you know? yeah. It's like you're going fishing with a Slim Jim. You don't know. What, you're not going <laughs> to catch nothing, but you're hoping. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that the first time that I met you guys, that I got to hear stories about your dad. <laughs> like, that's that's like, always the first thing because before you meet Pup Up, you have to know about Pup Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was like quite a few to like introduce me before it yeah. happened. I had a couple different yeah. like stories before that. Oh, there's oh there's stories about him going to Minios and snowstorms. You know, which is a pizza shop. It's, yeah some of the funniest things that you'll ever hear and then my mom you know she's not even my biological mother but you know she treated me like a mother my whole life she adopted my brother and i you know so he got treated as such but at the time at the times like it was also very tough because you can tell that sometimes i don't want to say there's resentment but you could tell that sometimes it was hard for her to look at us the same way you know what i mean because she wasn't able to have children Mm. you know but like again what other you know, woman's gonna say? Hey, I don't care about your biological mother leaving you, right? And, you know, yeah, putting you guys up for adoption. I'm adopting you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a big thing. Yeah, that is. That's a huge right. thing. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and that sucks, you know, because like your biological mother, you know, <laughs> she's like, oh, fuck these guys, right? Yeah. And then you know, I found her when I was in the Marine Corps. Did you? Yeah. So I sent her an email. Well, I, I originally I called her, and uh, I, I guess my quote unquote grandmother answered, and I said, hey. Is Michelle there? And she's like, yeah, one second. Who's this? I said, this is her son, Michael. She's like, Michelle. Oh. <laughs> and so, you know, and she was like, oh, my God, I've been trying to find you. I said, you did not. I said, how could you possibly have ever tried to find yeah. me when it took me 10 minutes to find yeah. you? With a Zaba search. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't even like anything special because I was in the military and I knew somebody. It was yeah. Zabasearch.com. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you found her in ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. Had, so you had, I guess, a desire then to know. Oh yeah, who she yeah, was. Yeah, that who... fucked me up my whole life. You yeah. Because I remember yeah. there'd be times where, oh, your mother's gonna come get you, and then she would never show up. Yeah. You know, and that hurts. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know, and then you find out that she just doesn't want to see these guys no more. Yeah. Right. And then you find out later on when you're in the Marine Corps that she ended up, you know, adopting other ch- uh, other children. What? Mm, my goodness. Like. Yeah, that really hurts. And then you find her Facebook out when you get out of the Marine Corps, and she has you listed as one of her children. Oh, my god! And I'm like, whoa. Oh. So I, I put on her Facebook wall. I said, you better get my, my brother's name off of here right, yeah. right now. I said, we are not your children. Yeah. Wow. Look at the birth certificates. Right, right. My, my mother, Mary Beth, is on that birth certificate. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, she took it off, and then she died. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. Wow. But I, I got everything out you know, that I wanted to say. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I said some things. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's a lot of shit. It is. Yeah. You're in the right place. Yeah, you are. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we, we've become very, very good friends with all those people that have a lot of shit. Yes. Yes. They like us. They're in our club. Exactly. So that's a lot. That's a hell of a lot. It is wow. a hell of a lot. So, okay. So then, so is drinking something that you've, that's been part of your life forever, as long as you can remember? Um, kind of, you know, my dad was never a drinker, you know, not, not part of my life. You know, if he would drink, he would be like literally like a half of a beer. Yeah. And then like, you know, we'd be building, you know, the addition on the house and I was like 16, 15, 14. I forget how old I was. Yeah. And he'd be like, here, finish this one. Hmm. You know, cause the neighbor across here like, sweet, you know, but like nothing crazy or right, like during right. Christmas, you know, we'd get it, you know. Our neighbor across the street was, you know, he was uh, Italian, like right off the boat, mm-hmm. and he made his own his uh, own wine. So he'd always give my dad a jug of wine. Yeah, yeah. My dad would drink like a half a glass, and it would sit there for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So like during Christmas, he's like, "Here, kid, you you can have a glass of yeah. wine." 
but then like I don't know, like sixteen years old or so, high school, going to everybody's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike can tell you some stories, and like <laughs> if Mike was here right now, he can tell you some stories about when I was <laughs> about some things, you know. And then, but like, it was just like partying, and then in the Marine Corps, that just becomes like kind of a part of the lifestyle when okay. you're living in the barracks. Yeah. Every night you're getting wasted. Mm-hmm. Every night you're getting shammer fucked, and you're seeing how much you can drink compared to the other guys and still be able to function the next day and everybody shows up you know the formation at zero five thirty in the morning to go run everybody's sweating the same shit out Ooh, it, yeah you know so it's just part of life at that point and then yeah. you get out of the marine corps and then you have all kinds of shit going on in your life right mm-hmm. so you what's mr comfort the one thing right. that's always been that constant for you that's always made you feel better even though it makes you feel worse in the long run right but that <clears throat> instant gratification really makes you feel good yeah 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 well so then source of comfort yeah that source of comfort it's the what you know right oh absolutely and it's like yeah so that i this is gonna sound weird but as i was watching like your tiktoks and i was watching some of the ones where you're talking about how it was like you know it's a hard day or it's a tough day it really like i could connect with that in like in relation to my depression because like there are days when I feel great and then there are days when it's like really fucking hard and I will turn to sleeping and like cutting everybody out of my life and like not talking to people and like those aren't the same vehicles yeah but it's the same it's reaction just, it's, the same road. it's the same road exactly <laughs> you might be in a Nissan I'm a, I'm yeah. I might be in a Dodge but right. we're going through the same tool plaza exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly and I was like god like how connected we all are and like right. as humans like what we just turn to what we're like comfortable with and it's like those days too when i'm feeling good and i don't know if you experience this ever but like where i'll be feeling good and then i'm like well okay i'm feeling good now but and then that instantly turns you around yeah yes <laughs> yes you're <laughs> like man what a great day and then you're like yeah, until it's not. Until it's exactly. not. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 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 And you're like, well, what's going to happen? And I mean. You, yeah. And then your mind just is like, oh, this could happen. This could be yep. like, bro, but we were just doing like really right. good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that just, I just said that to Mike today. I was like, I don't even understand it. But today I'm just done. I'm so done. Like, I feel awful. I'm like, yeah. I, like I don't even understand that. I just said how happy I was yesterday. I, so, and then yeah. it's once you get there, it's really hard. Like I said, I'm not going. And he was like, you're going. And I like was laying down. I swear to God, five minutes before we, I got here. Yeah. And I was like, this is just forget it. And I just want to sleep. Yeah. Because it's just what we do when we're having a bad moment. Right. So it got bad. Why did or, I mean, what what was like the, the turning point? The turning point and like the road that led to that. All right. Well, the turning point, the turning point was uh, definitely a, you know, TikTok. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, you know, everybody gets bored. And yeah. I discovered TikTok, too. I was like, oh, look, <laughs> this is a fun, silly app for my kind of personality. Yeah. yeah. And I started doing, I was like, you know, just doing stupid TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had, you know, the moniker Stecker the Wrecker. Yeah. And then a few months went by, maybe, I don't know, a little over half a year. And then I was drinking one night. I was like, bro, I'm going to be the drunken TikTok. Yeah. And then I started a series, Have a Drink With Me. Yeah. I was okay. like, and I got in the car the next day and told my business partner, Joe Stacks, I was like, yo, I got an idea, bro. I started a new series on TikTok. He's like, that might catch on, dude. <laughs> I was like, 
I'm fucking hoping, bro. <laughs> and then so every day, and it started out where I would just do one sip, like, hey, day one, have a drink with me. Yeah. And I would just take a sip. By day, my last day was day 85. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing tall, you know, chugging tall boys, 24 ounces, beer bong in 40s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And just crushing them. Yeah. And then I said, hey, you know, if you guys get me over 10,000 uh, followers by a certain date, I'll go live drinking a whole case of Bush Ice on oh. TikTok Live. And that's 5.9%. And what I usually did was I would drink anywhere from 15 to 20 beers a night anyways. Yeah. And that's 5.9%. So I was like, oh, well, that's only like four more beers than what I usually drink. Yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. Right. So they got me... How you know TikTok does its thing? They got me from instead of ten thousand, they got me to fifteen thousand followers. Yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, so we're watching the Sopranos and getting hammered today, guys. So I did it. I drank twenty three of the twenty four beers in three hours. <gasps> yeah, and all I ate that day was a half of a fucking cheese sandwich. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, and I smoked a lot of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And uh. I don't really remember much of what happened that day, but I remember, obviously, I was I went to my car because I couldn't get my phone to stay charged on any other chargers because, for whatever reason, when you're drunk, nothing ever works the way it's supposed <laughs> to fucking work. Yeah. Like, I could put my phone charger in my phone any other day. It'll work. Yeah. When you're hammered, you can put it in, and it'll go in normal, but it just will not charge. Yeah. So I went out to my car to charge and I brought my whole cooler out and put it in my front seat because I don't want to have to get up and keep walking in and out because in my brain, this is logical. Right. I'll sit in my car and use my phone charger in the car and I'll just bring out the whole cooler and set it in my front seat with me. And then I was like, oh, let me turn the music on too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then people were like, hey man, you I think, hey man, you should go for traveling. Oh no, no, no. I said I was going to go down to my uh, my business partner's uh, parents' house because his brother was down there. And, mm. you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to come down. Don't do that. So I, I ended up doing it. And oh. from what I was told, I kind of did, like, a little bit of property damage to, like, their front door. Um, from what I understand, you know, it wasn't very much or it wasn't, you know, easily fixable or something like that, which thankfully. But that's the least. That was the least of my worries. From, yeah. From what else was told me is like I was flying up and down that road and there oh was children God. fucking playing out there in the street yeah. and shit like five years old. Yeah. And I'm flying up and down the other road like hitting like 90 miles an hour. Oh, my god. I have a Dodge Charger RT. So has to hand me. So like, again, yeah. not exactly the greatest, you know, mix yeah. for alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then I have no idea what happened. Completely blacked out. I understand my fiance Becky had to pretty much somehow drag me and carry me into the house and like when I woke up the next day hearing everything that happened and she said you need to make some serious decisions yeah and that's when we I was like you I said you gotta take me to the VA yeah yeah I said I got I gotta go get help yeah so I got a shower and we went downstairs and we emptied out every other bit of alcohol that was in the house and that was I my first that, my day yeah. one one of my day one videos. Yeah. And I went to the VA and they and they wanted to keep me. My blood pressure was like two twenty five over one eighty. And I obviously highly you know, easy yeah. to stroke out. Yeah. And they wanted to keep me in there and they couldn't get my BP down. Like I was in there for 
I don't know, like eight hours. Like they just could not get my blood pressure down. And uh, so I, I told him, I said, I can't miss work. You don't understand. I can't miss work. I, we have a very small contracting company and uh, I need to be there. And they said, well, we can do like an ambulatory detox. So I, I have every morning I had to come in to the VA, take a piss test. They would take my vitals. I would talk to the doctors, the psychiatrist, and then I'll get my daily meds and I'd be on my way. It took pretty much like half the day, but I still was able to go to work and yeah. you know help contribute. Yeah. And I did that every day for about a week. And then uh, they started giving me uh, naltrexone after that. And they would just mail it to me and, uh, and uh, vitamin B. They would just, or B12. And they would just mail it to my house so I wouldn't even have to go back anymore. Wow. Yeah. But I only needed the naltrexone for about 30 days or so after that. Yeah. Uh, I was fine without it. But yeah, that was, um, I guess, the pinnacle of it. Yeah. Right. But, you know, drinking, that, that the whole road leading up to that's, you know, like right after I got out of the Marine Corps, probably about six months after I got out of the Marine Corps, I attempted suicide by hanging. Mm. You know, and, you know, I was talking to my mom and I, I was drunk that yeah. night too. Yeah. And uh, I was texting my mom and telling her, you know, like, personal feelings so she got nervous and she you know out of you know i guess her instinct you know called for help but by that point i was already down in my basement i had a noose around my neck and i and i i was on my landing of the basement and and i pushed off and i couldn't there's no way i could have got my footing back but my dog who i was telling you guys about earlier hope who of course her name she's a boxer a, a pitbull boxer mix you know, and all I see is my dog pushing me, and then my daughter, uh, Aubrey, you know, she was four years old at the time. I see her face, and I just see and my dog being able to jump on me. I was able to get my footing back on my platform, and I had, oh you know, God. you can see ligature marks around my neck. Like they, Again, they wanted to keep me in the hospital, and uh, my parents ended up being able to take me home, and I'd spend, you know, a couple of days over their house. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, life's rough. And then a couple months after, or about a year or so after that, my best friend Zach from the Marine Corps, he passed away. And we were inseparable. And uh, my dog now is Zach. That's yeah. who he's named after. Yeah. Which is like probably like one of the biggest saving graces. You know, it's Animals much crazy are sometimes. Healing. Very. Very yeah. healing, mm-hmm. and, you know, and he knows when I have a bad day. Yeah, I, I could just sit there and just slouch a little bit, and he 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 knows I'm gonna get pissed, but he just jumps up on me and just like starts licking my face, and you have no choice but to smile and laugh yeah. at yeah. that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they just want to show you love. They just want you you to right. know that you are loved, and that's like what's so special and healing about them. Oh, for sure, and you know he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> I did see in one of your videos how you said that hope had saved your life. And, you know, I wasn't sure of the details, obviously, but that's incredible. Like, literally, it really is. like, saved literally saved your life. life. And the fact that her name was Hope. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I didn't pick that name. That was just her name from the pound. Oh, wow. You know, because I got her when she was six months old. Yeah. And it, it, it's just crazy how everything worked. And then yeah. I lost her and my other dog, Brutus, tragically in the same day. Oh my gosh. And right, it was on June sixteenth, uh, about four years ago, and oh it lost gosh. them both in the same day. Tragically, I don't, I won't go into details on that, yeah. but yeah, that was that day, fucking wrecked me because you know they were both registered as my support animals. Right, yeah. right, right. And like they, you could walk them without leashes and shit like that. They, yeah. they were just amazing dogs. Yeah, and like 
I could just sit there and like the day that I found out that Zach died, Brutus, he was just a purebred blue nosed pit bull. He was a rescue and he he rescued me too. And yeah. when I, the day I found out that Zach died, I just cried into his he, like, he you know stood up mm-hmm. and just put his paws Aww. up on my shoulder and I just cried into his chest for like forty five minutes. Oh baby. And I know he was just exhausted because like, yeah. as soon as I, as soon as I like let go, he you know, he just like laid down right where he was. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't care just because he knew. Like, yeah. They're the best dogs. They are. I mean, first of all, pitties are the best dogs. They just have like the oh, most like absolutely. love to give. I think, and they're right. just so kind. All they want to do is please. And yep. then if you make them please the wrong way, they're gonna do it just to make you happy. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why they have. That's why people put these like bad stigmas on them. Right. But they're amazing Play the wrong dogs. End of the leash, is what I yes. Say. Yes. Exactly. But oh my God, what a blessing to have them in your life. I know absolutely. that you lost them. It's just, it's great to know, though, that they were able to oh, give right, you... Oh, yeah. Right now, they're on my mantelpiece. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet babies. That is a story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we all have these stories, and I feel like it's interesting because probably not everyone in your life currently, you know, that, like, comes and... Not that's been there forever, but knows even all of that. Oh, no, uh, yeah. Not many people know a lot of what I'm talking about tonight. Right. And so you you... I don't know. I think it's it's a really <clears throat> difficult thing to have all these stories of all of these things that have happened to you and, you know, and then like start, you know, where you're at today. And that's kind of not that you haven't been authentic and shared everything that's going on with your sobriety with your people on TikTok. But like, I think that the, even behind that story, there's so much more depth. Oh, there there absolutely is. Yeah. But I wouldn't even be able to get it out. It, it's hard for me to get this out. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, absolutely. I think it's just... Yeah, like what you're saying, like every single day, it's like you have to start today. Yeah. And oh, it's like, yeah, it's a, with every day's all of an that onion. behind you. Yeah, yeah. Every day's an onion. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's only, and you know, luck, like I like that we have this platform that we can share that. This is not something you can tell over and over. It's too traumatizing. Like mm-hmm. we've all shared our stories on here that I'm not going to have over coffee with someone. <laughs> right. Oh, right. You know, Absolutely. you can't, you can't tell that all the time. So um, I appreciate you opening up and sharing that with us oh absolutely yeah. i mean i figure hey, somebody else is going through the same exactly. kind of shit yes. and you know like i was telling you guys earlier you know it's easier for somebody to ask a question or a personal question you know on a social media platform because yeah. a lot of these people they might be dealing with the same kind of issues of any kind of mental mm-hmm. health or addiction issue that they don't want to tell somebody about that they're close to because they're going to be judged or they don't know how to get any kind of like yeah. positive answer kind of positive reinforcement you know alcohol is a it's a joke that alcoholism is like one of the only diseases that you can get that people are pissed at you for. Right. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, how dare you? Like, well, you know, there's probably a reason why yes. we're doing this because we have a lot of feelings that we don't know how to release because growing up in my household, we weren't we weren't emotion showers. Yeah. You know, crying wasn't really a thing because we'd be sissies. Yeah. Yep. You know, we showed laughter and anger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. So really all you know is that and I'm sure there's a lot of other folks out there yes. as well. You know, not everybody lives in this boy meets world right. you know, kind of exactly. Thing. You know, a lot of people think they live in this fairy tale world where the hair don't move. Right. That's, right. that's from Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people reach out with those questions because they mm-hmm. want a genuine answer yes. from somebody that they don't know who's not gonna judge them. Right. So it's like going to, you know, an unqualified therapist, yeah. if you will. Yeah. You know, and getting a true answer that they can say, damn. That is how I feel. Yep. Yeah. 
So I'm not the only one that feels like this. Yeah. So that, I think that might take a lot of pressure off of it somebody does. personally so they can say, man, I'm really not alone. Mm-hmm. Right, let me lean on these people too. Mm-hmm. And if everybody if everybody in the same situation keeps leaning on each other yeah. like they do in my videos and my TikToks and yeah. in the comments, that's going to be a really strong wall and you can't break that one down. Right. Yeah. So how do you every day choose sobriety? Because it has to be a choice, right? Oh, yeah. This isn't like you're just like easily like, hi, stop drinking. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. There's every day I want to, you know, every day I want to stop at the beer distributor. Every day I want to stop at the bar. You know, whenever I, you know, like the concert that, you know, Johnny and Razor Blades had on Friday night, I wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was at 10 o'clock at night, but it was in the south side of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. And that's where there's a lot of partying going on. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I know I'd probably be okay with it, but I don't think I'd be great at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially without my fiance there and me kind of going by myself. Yeah. I'd have all you guys, but I'd still be on my own going to my car. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Hey, and not to you, Jack's. R- right. right. Like, hey, you know, nobody's going to know. Right. And then, like, yeah, but I'm going to know. And that's a big thing is like having the accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and TikTok really helps me stay accountable with that because, like, I want to be honest with everybody. Yeah. You know, like, hey, 224 days, no drinks. Yeah. You know, hey, trust me, if I can do it, I swear to God, I know it's cliche, but you can do this shit too. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, waking up in the morning, choosing sobriety, it's do it. It's I don't I don't say it as choosing sobriety, it's deciding not to live the life that I was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, living that life before, I was afraid of sobriety lifestyle because I was afraid to know what's, what am I going to do at a party? Right. What am I going to do in public? Mm-hmm. Right. Am I, do I have the same personality with, when I don't have beer in me? Yeah. Am I still funny? Yeah. Do people still think I'm funny? Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things. Like, am I going to be socially accepted if I don't have a beer in my hand? Mm, yeah. And then you, you, know, you decide to get sober and, you, and you're like... Would I even want to hang out with me if I had a beer in my hand? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you look back, you're like, and you see these some of these people like, oh shit, I used to do that shit. Look yeah, at that. Yes. That's like cringy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember the moment that that happened. I was a bartending at Permanis on the south side on 19th at 32. So I was a little older. And uh, I just remember I was like, I used to write about it a lot on my blog. I was like, if these people had any fucking idea what they look like right now, they would <laughs> never do this again. Because the lights would come up at like yeah. 2. We would stop serving alcohol, but we'd still serve food. And I mean, like... <laughs> It was just, it was so embarrassed. I was embarrassed for them. So, so there is that, you know, uh, <laughs> there is that thing of like, when you're on the other side, you're like, oh gosh. Yeah. Right. And now it's some of the hardest things though, is whenever you're out and about, or you're at like a social party with like, you know, your friends and family and they're drinking and I can get past that. But what's hard is whenever they're drinking and they come up to you and they put their arm around you and mm-hmm. they say how proud of you they are. I, I don't know how you can do this without drinking. Ooh. This is I'm so proud of you. And you just I'm so proud of you. Yeah, oh. and you can smell and the alcohol like, and Man, that's what I smelled like twenty four seven. Yeah. That's what Becky meant when she says, No, I don't wanna kiss you right now because you smell horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, Man, I really don't like this person right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And nothing against that person. Yeah. It's just like a lot of the negative feelings yeah, come sure. from that because you're like and then it's also like, oh man, do you realize like how kind of like patronizing you are right yes. now? Yes. 
you know, like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Glug, 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 right. glug. Yeah. This is, I could never do what you're doing. Glug, 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 glug. Mm. But I also used to be that person. So like, I'm not going to go and yell it in at somebody and be like, man, stop coming up to me like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was that person. Yeah. And I was like, I'll never quit drinking, man. This is the greatest thing in the world. Gets me through life. And then, yeah, it certainly did. But also took a lot of my shit away from me, too. Yeah. 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 So I mean, what are you going to do? Now I drink bubblies and I get fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other thing I want to talk know, to you about. I definitely want to get into the bubbly. About the replacement. Um, but yeah, I think that that... I never really... I mean... You only think about it in your in your own situation, right? So I think about it a lot with grief or um, body neutrality and things like that. Like where people are so fucking patronizing, yeah. And they don't. I like to think they don't mean it, but like, I think that you saying that to all of our listeners now is educating them in the same way that like I can't stand when people say they committed suicide, right? So, you know, by saying, you know. That is not really something like that someone who is in this situation feels encouraged by. Right. Like you're not like making this easier. Like you're Mm -hmm. not helping the situation. And so I think that sometimes people don't know what to do or don't know what to say. And I'm like, right. Cause they have a social anxiety. Exactly. Like, exactly. Cause they're like, well, is it now weird that I am drinking? Like, right. am, I, exactly. am I the one that's different now? <laughs> like what's happening? Is you he, know? Yeah. They come up. Oh shit. I'm drunk. Is he going to judge me? Yeah. Uh, is he judging me because I'm drinking? Yeah. I'm going to tell him. I'm so proud of you, bro. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, he can't yell at me now because I told him I can't do that. So, so he can't judge me because I told him. But I'm proud of him. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah, he knows. And because that's kind of like the fucking self-conversation I have with myself. Yeah. Right. Because I knew I was an alcoholic for a long time. Yeah. I just didn't want to come to terms with it. And then yeah. I would you know, do the, the jokes with it. Like, oh, yeah, bro, I'm an alcoholic. Fuck yeah, I am. But I'm, I go to work every day. I pay my yeah. bills all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? And then I was like, see, it's so all good. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, because you always put this stigma like, listen, man, I get up every day. I go to work. I pay my bills. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Right. I mean, also, there is a part of this that has to do about ge- geographical location because Pittsburgh is, um, and I'm just saying this from living in Colorado as well, right? So this was how, like, Scott and I would compare it. We consider, we consider it like the city of functioning alcoholics. Yeah. I mean, it really, truly is a world that I mean I, I you know like they're just drinking in other parts of the country is not the same as drinking here this is a social structure and social <laughs> standard in Pittsburgh it to is. drink like, I, it really is I did not grow up here I haven't lived here my whole life and so when I moved here like and I've never been a big drinker it's just not something I've really done and and the the, the peer pressure that I felt to drink I'm 40 and I still get like peer pressure where they're like, why aren't you drinking? Why aren't you? And I'm like, cause I don't want to like the, this yeah. city is so different. It's so different. Yep. Well, I just never just experienced yeah. it. Like, I smoked. Yeah. I, is that good <laughs> exactly. enough? Like, like, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one thing. Like, you know, if I go to parties, I eat edibles. I'll take an edible when I go to a party. Yeah. yeah. So for Halloween, I ate 600 milligrams of edibles. <laughs> And on my videos, out on the floor. and on my videos, you could tell I was high as shit. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he's hammered. I'm like, no. <laughs> Bro, you could tell I'm just high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's but a good big try, difference. though. But, 
But no, there's a ton of peer pressure anywhere you go in Pittsburgh for drinking because yeah. everything revolves around drinking. Yes. Hey, come to our axe throwing. But make sure you buy our craft beer right. that costs $17 yes. for one, but it has 27% right. alcohol. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, the only reason we could find is the weather, honestly. The weather because sucks. It we have worse weather than Seattle. Yes. yes we have more rain this than is, Seattle. Yeah. This is a very depressing place to live. <laughs> and so, therefore, I got hooked on sports and drinking yeah the second i got here because i was like i don't fucking know what else to do with myself right you know and, and instantly I would, you're a yinzer exactly yeah. <laughs> yes exactly, <laughs> exactly. like that i would go hiking you... i would go you know all the different places that you could go in colorado that were outside and now i'm like i don't even fucking know See, like and that's what the thing with pittsburgh do? is you can do the same thing in, in pittsburgh you can go hiking there's trails in pittsburgh along the river with bars by them yes yes <laughs> It's a thing. It you can a go thing. on a hiking trail it and is. go get drunk. Yes. And if you're going to go ride bikes on the trail, there's also bars yeah. that right. you can exactly. stop at. Right. Guys, I lived in Las Vegas for nine years. And there's and more I, drinking there's here. There's more drinking here. We and I did not get the type of pressure living in Las Vegas to drink like I do here. We have tiki huts that you push with your feet in the oh, rivers yeah. that you get drunk on. Yes. What do you have to do if you have to take a piss? Do you just kind of go off I, the I, side? I, I don't I know. So. Maybe. We're in <laughs> no clue. I'm not I sure. I don't know. That I'm stuff like... was too expensive for me because I was an alcoholic. You drink cheap to get fucked up. Yeah. 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 And that that is an expensive thing because I've looked into it. <laughs> like a. Well, okay. So we're at 224 days sober. Yep. 224. So, so fucking great. Um, gives me goosies. Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, can you tell us about the replacement beverage and how that came to be? I mean, I just think it's yeah, like, how did we get so to fucking fun? Yeah. All right. Well, my first day, my, you know, that I came home from the VA, you know, I always did, like I was saying before, I did the have a drink with me. Yes. So I figured, well, I got to do something with not drinking. Yeah. yeah. So on the way to, uh, so on the way to the VA, and because people were like, were commenting on my video with me pouring everything out, thinking it was a joke, because mm. I've I've done videos like that before. I was like, oh, you know, everybody's telling me about not, I need to quit drinking, and I'm like, yeah, and everybody's right. And I'm like, but here's the thing, it's day whatever it is of having a motherfucking drink with me. So yeah. I was like, I got to carry that over to. Yeah. So you know, I did I did a day one of not having a drink with me, mm -hmm. and I had a diet coke or coke zero or something like that. Something yeah. I. I rarely ever drank because I don't drink pop or anything like that. I drank beer, milk, and water. That was basically it. Okay. Yeah. And then people were, you know, every day I would have like a Powerade or something like that. And somebody commented, I think it was, I forget who it was, so I don't want to say any, you know, wrong names. But they said, hey, try seltzer water. Mm, and I was yeah. like, oh, man, I remember that shit when I was a kid. That shit was gross as fuck. <laughs> you know? Like... I was like, oh, man, I want sparkling water. Because, like, as a kid, you're like, sparkling. I love sparkles. Sounds and fancy. Sh Hell, yeah. Vaz, man. I heard Martha Stewart talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> she puts flowers in this shit. it got to be good. <laughs> so, so you open it, you're like, oh, fuck. And now you got a taste of that. And I was like, yeah, that's not bad. And then, you know, I would go through and try and taste different ones. And I found bubbly. It was like, like I think it was like the second one I found. And as soon as it hit my taste buds, I was like, yo. <laughs> like this shit's good right and ever since then and i just i love my bubblies and i drink yeah. them just like beer like as you see as i yeah. finish one i pull another one out right. and start yeah. cracking it yeah because it has like the same carbonation as beer yeah mm -hmm. it has a light taste which is good you know because it has a taste yeah and it has it gives me the can that i can keep going back and forth and having and 
I love it. And my followers, I just, I can't uh, um, thank these people enough. Like the support and love that these individuals that don't even know me yeah. show me. Yeah. Like I've gotten cases of, like I'm talking multiple cases yeah. of bubbly sent to me. Oh. I've got this bracelet that has, you know, the you inspire me, I'll inspire you. Oh my on goodness. It. All right. That. I've gotten an oil painting of like mount of a mountain scene with a cabin and a lake cuz he asked that. me what I wanted and I was like Jesus now wow. people have sent me t-shirts you know somebody yeah. sent me a a soda stream uh, a oh, couple cool. weeks ago so I can make my own bubblies at home oh, that's yeah so cool. like uh, it's absolutely amazing what strangers would do for mm-hmm. you and I thought back I was like how come that didn't happen when I was drinking and I was like oh that's a whole different crowd yeah you know yeah. <laughs> these people are rooting for you right it's a whole different people that are, People that root for you when you're sober are different people than people that are drinking with you when you're drinking. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you think those dudes are your friends. Mm-hmm. And some of them really are because, you know, a lot of my friends, they still drink. Mm-hmm. If I'm around, they're like, hey, is it cool? Yeah. I'm like, listen, bro, I don't give a shit. Just don't throw it in my face. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Don't splash it on me. Don't come over and hug me. I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like other people, you know how that shit goes. Like once you start stop drinking, you're never going to see them again. Mm. And it's usually for the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's always for the best. Yeah. We, like, we've learned that as we evolve, as you've evolved, people fall off and it is for the best. Like those mm-hmm. people are making room for now all these new people who now you can have room for in your life. Right. Who exactly. are on a similar path. So people who have like similar priorities and beliefs as to where you're at right now. Yeah. Those are the, those are the ones that you gotta, we gotta keep, hang on to. Keep oh, them yeah, around absolutely. for sure. You know, and every day, like, I get multiple messages from people on TikTok and multiple comments from people tell me how many days they're sober because, you know, they started after me and they seen that I went sober and they're like, damn, this yeah. must be a fucking sign if I seen the drunken TikTok dude going sober, <laughs> you know? I'm sorry. I don't mean to I'm Oh, no, trust me. I don't take it as a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't take it like that at all. Right, I right. 100% understand okay. the laugh because <laughs> I do the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, an, oh, man, that's awesome laugh. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but yeah, there's like, it's, and it's like multiple, and then I get multiple comments and then messages also with people saying, hey, man, I can't talk to nobody at home. Yeah. I just really need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to get me through this. Or, hey, man, I, I fucked up. Well, how'd you fuck up? I drank. What? You didn't fuck up. Yeah. So now you learned a new trigger. Right. You know, yeah, so, so you right. learned. So, hey. Just because you, you had a drink, that doesn't mean you're going to start over. Yeah. You know, there's a guy on TikTok, uh, Codyverse, you know, and he and he throws it out a lot, too. Talking about, you know, is if you're driving down the road and you fucking hit a bump, you're not going to throw the car away. It's still going to drive. Yeah. yeah. You know, and his analogy is, if I give you a dollar for every day that you were sober, and then you drink a day, and you have to give me a dollar for every day you drink, did you win or lose? Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, are you going right. to just throw out all the other money? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're you're not gonna start over. Right. You're gonna just carry on and keep going. Yeah. You know, and just because you drank doesn't mean you failed or you're a failure. You take it as a learning experience. Like I said, you learned a trigger. Mm-hmm. You learned, okay, well that's probably a situation that I should probably try to avoid in the future. Yeah. That's a really good way to look at that. Hell yeah. Speaking of triggers, and I don't know if these are triggers for you, but I, I see that you get messages from people who are not on your side necessarily. Oh, I was going to ask about that. <laughs> yeah. is, is what kind of haters do you get? <laughs> like, oh, man, I get the, I get the ones that chug haterade. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. 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 Or, you know, um, just have a drink already, God, or something. Yeah. You know? And some people put some other shit on there, too. 
But honestly, I don't really let them bother me. I I, I like to have fun with them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll throw a wig on. I'll do some Christina Aguilera and tell them I'm beautiful. You know? <laughs> that shit don't bother me. You know, I'm like, come on, get out of Don't bullshit me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just let them. Yeah, that doesn't. That's, that's so their insecurity, though. What's is... crazy is, yes. And how many times did they backpedal? Yeah. Oh. Like the one that, like, there's a video that I put up today. And he, as soon as he saw the video, he, he, he put on his comment. I'm just kidding. And then on the other video, he's like. That was a drunk comment. If it doesn't work for you, don't do it, bro. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. I'm mm-hmm. like, really, dude? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. that, that's clearly just showing, like, you're just salty about something. What the pr- probability is, because, again, I used to think, I wouldn't type it because, like, that shit can stay with you. Yeah. But, like, I think it. And, I, you know, whenever I was drinking, the thing is, like, he knows he's at the point that I was at. Yeah. And he's afraid to admit it to himself. Mm-hmm. Or he so he's already admitted him to himself, mm-hmm. and he's afraid to figure out what that next step is. And he has two ways to go. He can go left, which is the way that I originally went, which is, you know, hitting that rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Which more times than not, it's going to take that to figure out that you need the, that full help. Mm-hmm. Or he's yeah. going to think he can handle it and kind of either die or, you know, fucking get healthy. Yeah. yeah, right. And I think that's just what it is. There's a lot of people that give those hate comments. They, they're just at that point themselves. It's like they're ready to quit, but they're afraid to quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what you're doing scares them. Oh, right. Because, you know, it, it, it makes them feel weak. Yes. You know, and I'll, yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes them feel it's weak. True. And it also makes them feel like they're, what they're doing in their life isn't right. Like it's somehow right, they they're know on the it. wrong side of things, mm-hmm. you know. Right, because it, it hits them right in the heart that yeah. they know is the truth. Because it used to do that to me. You know, I'd see, you know, the Cody verse, you know, and his TikToks because he's a, you know, uh, he's an ex-liver failure, fa- uh, ex-liver failure survivor. Wow. And I'd see his John, his photos and stuff up on his TikTok. And I'm like, scroll. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I'm like, let me see what's going on. I'm like, shit, man, he was fucked up. I don't look like that at all. I'm solid. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. until I go to the doctor, like. Yeah, dude, you're about to have a fucking stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're about to die. Like, die, die. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then I would get pissed off and I would take it personally seeing his videos because it felt like he was talking directly to me and only me. Mm-hmm. Because I know deep down that yes. I needed that fucking shit to fix. Right. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's what's happening to those people who are not supportive on your yeah. comments. Yeah. I know. I, w- I I love the way you handle it, though. Like you, your overriding theme, even prior to being sober, on your TikTok is kindness. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you, yeah, even drunk, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just a kind and nice dude. Like thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um, that is you still handle those comments with kindness and and love and not. You're not like a dick about it. Like yeah, I try not to be. Yeah. Like I like to be passive aggressive on yeah. things. You know, because like I think that's a lot funnier. And yes. I like, you know, life's a lot better when you have a smile on your face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I wondered this before and I I mean maybe you've already reached out to them, but have you reached out to these folks, Bubbly, to uh sponsor you? So it's actually PepsiCo that okay. owns Bubbly. Okay. Oh, okay. I think I And know I've that. tagged them in videos and okay, funny, let's get into this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So everybody obviously knows on TikTok that I drink my bubblies, my boublés. Yes, right. Yes. All right, which I also got Michael Bublé to comment on one of my videos. I saw that. All right, <laughs> and Edwin McCain duetted yes. with me. That's wild. Yes. Okay. And he kind of loves you. Right. I, I know he commented that too. I'm like, bro, are we gonna hang out? Like, does he want to go do karate in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I totally will. Friends. Like, I'll bring the pumpkin if he brings the foot and smashes it, bro. Because <laughs> we can make that happen. Yes. Right. I'll be. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I used to love that fucking song. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. So, so everybody knows I drink my bubblies and everything like that. So, I, you know, I, we've commented and tagged Pepsi many times. Yeah. No avail. They don't give a shit. Bummer. You know. Fuck you. Right. Uh-huh. You know, it's because I don't got millions of followers. I'm like, that's all right, though. You know, because, like, there's still a lot of people that are like, yo, I'm drinking bubbly because of you. Aww. Like, my, my brother-in-law went to Walmart, and he was telling me he saw he saw a lady with, like, a bunch of bubbly in her cart. He's like, he looked at her and says, you inspire me, I'll inspire you. And she says, oh, I love that guy. Look, I'm getting the bubbly. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's so <laughs> Right. Cool. He told me that. I was yeah. like, that's so fucking cool. Why can't that happen when I'm there? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So cool, and your line that you use is so fucking cool. Yes. So that's what you come up with that yourself. Yeah. uh, One of the videos you can see, like it just comes out one day, because there's like one, like I'm like, oh, just inspire each other, and then like, like within a few videos, it kind of built itself. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like somebody else, somebody commented it. I was like, oh, is this a tagline now? Yeah. I was like, let's go with it. Yeah. And you know, and it is, and, and I mean that because I'll inspire you. But you got to inspire me too, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. you know, because that's that's how we lean up. Yeah. just like as you know, they say in Forrest Gump, you know, hey Forrest, why don't you lean up against me, and I'll lean up against you, yeah. so we don't got to sleep with our heads in the mud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bubba. <laughs> you know, so and that's how you everybody. Yeah. If everybody leans against each other, we all stay standing up, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean by that. Yeah, I love. I absolutely love it, and you end almost every every video with yeah, that. Yeah, the important videos. Like, yes. Yeah, if I put out like joke videos, obviously yeah. not, but like anything to do with my recovery and addiction, yeah, yes. I usually put that out. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Girl, inspire yeah. each other. Yes. Yes. Wow. And uh, I do love the um, corny jokes, though. They're like my jam, like right up my alley. My facts you don't need. Yes. <laughs> love, love them. Love them. Dad jokes are the best. You're you know the best. I mean? That's my favorite thing. I love dad jokes. Amy rolls her eyes at me a lot. Yeah. It's good times. Had you, by you and me. Uh, Mike. Had by some. <laughs> you guys love them. And I just am like, it's like I'm silent in the group text because I'm like, these aren't even worth laughing at. Guys. Oh, man. That's so sad. <laughs> you know, okay. And what's funny is like there's a lot of people on TikTok that feel the same way as you do, too. <laughs> say anything mean about it no i think you're so funny there's so many things on there that i laugh at oh well yeah i mean i've had like there was a couple even videos that i had when i was drinking that like yeah i'm like yo that's a banger video bro yeah (laughs) like i have one that's like a three and a half million views and it was and it was just me saying like and it took me like seven tries to get this video (laughs) and 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 it was like somebody said like what's conspiracy theory that you a thousand percent believe in yeah. And I, I was eating a granola bar, and it took me so long that I, I was on my second granola bar <laughs> with one bite left. And I was like, and I try, and I took my phone out, and I started stumbling around and messed, messed my hair up. I said, if you drink a lot of beer, you get fucked up, and you fucking just fucking, and I just fell and, you know, made myself fall and get that. <laughs> and I, as soon as I posted, I posted it in all the other group chat, and I was, and I was like, this is gold. Yeah. And then, boom, 
three and a half million views. Wow, is that your highest? That's my highest one, but I have a couple other ones that are like at a million, two million. I have a shit ton there, like 500,000, 900,000. Have you figured out a rhyme or reason? No. Yeah. No, that's 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 the beauty of TikTok. (laughs) I'll tell you what, man. Every once in a while, I could buy a pack of cigarettes with the money I make off of TikTok. <laughs> Let me tell you. Wow. Very, very profitable. Very lucrative. <laughs> Extreme. Yes. Absolutely phenomenal, okay? <laughs> I know finance and I know money. Tremendous amounts, okay? Quite probably and frankly the most amount I've ever made. 10 cents per 1,000 views, okay? <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. You don't see China or Russia pay that, okay? <laughs> Tremendous, with the, folks. With the price of cigarettes, though, that's that's a good amount of money. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. What? So, what about the video where you, uh, the live? Did you take that down? Uh, so here's the thing with TikTok Live, it's only available to view while you're live and up to 30 days after. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think it's gone. Did you watch it? No. Yeah. I wanted to. But yeah. like I just couldn't bring myself to it. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, my TikTok oh, live video, the the one that I was talking about, where he was like got in the car, driving, and that was I didn't know that that was on TikTok live. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Thing. Did I admit that part? No, uh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, but, yeah. Oh, it, I missed that somehow. Yeah, it was on. Like, it was I put on, it on TikTok yeah. live. Like three, I was live hours. the whole time doing oh, it. Oh my god, I don't know how I. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that, that's what was like the hardest part. Yeah, it's so cringeworthy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Everybody that wanted to see it could see it. I see. Okay. And like some people were like egging me on, apparently saying, like, yeah, man, do this or like go do that. And like, whatever. So when you were, okay, I heard you saying, like, I thought people were telling me to do, I, I don't know why. I, I thought you were like posting something, getting comments okay, and yeah. like and okay. looking yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, I this didn't was realize. real time. Yeah, mm-hmm. real time. Like, I'm surprised nobody called the fucking cops. That's yeah. what I would, yeah. I'm surprised thank, as well. I mean, thank God. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I mean, but also at the same time, I would have understood and I would have taken it. Yeah. yeah. It just would have sucked. Yeah. yeah. But that is, that's one of those things you're like, that is just so much fucking cringe. I don't think you can do it. Oh, yeah. And like, but, you know, changing subject over here, like thinking, but like things that are, that are hard to do, but not as hard as I thought they would be is go to my favorite bar. Because oh. I, I go there often. Do you? Still. Yeah, now, because my third or fourth day sober, it's a place called Harvey's over in West Mifflin. Yeah. Phenomenal food. And, like, and they actually always had, like, really cheap drink prices. Like, I would get a draft of PBR for $1.90. Oh, mm, okay. And a double shot of Fireball for three seventy five. Yeah, yeah. So you can't beat that price anywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Again, going back to Pittsburgh being a blue-collar drinking city, yep. it's made for you to drink. Yeah. Yes. So you're getting fucked up off of $20. Yeah. And right. they have these iced teas, nine shots in it for like 10 bucks. Yeah. Stupid. Right. All right. Wow. But amazing. Like the food is so good. So like my, like I said, my third or fourth day sober, I went there and I, you know, I told the head manager, uh, Leslie, I said, Les, I said, I'm going to do a TikTok. But what I'm saying in my TikTok, I'm being dead serious. Mm-hmm. She says, okay. And I, and, I, and I banned myself from ever being able uh, to be alcohol uh, sold to me over there again and people were like oh well there's a lot of turnover at bars not this one like yeah. i've been going to this bar for like a decade yeah and it's been the same employees the entire time mm-hmm. so she's and she's like yeah that's not a problem no more alcohol for you ever again i was like thank you but here's the thing this place fucking loves like me so much and like they care so much about you know their patrons that are regulars there all the time because yeah. i i used to have a tab there and yeah I spent a lot of money there. Yeah. 
a lot of money that I could have spent on other shit that was more important. Mm-hmm. But now they carry bubblies for me. <gasps> oh, like my the- God. My isn't that amazing? Goodness. That is isn't so that amazing? Great. That's incredible. Like I'm the only one that drinks bubblies there, and they go and get the big variety packs just for me. Oh, this is these are the types that also though going back. I mean, going back to Pittsburgh, like it's a beautiful story. Pittsburgh is a very supportive city yes. though. Yes. So like yes. Pittsburgh loves their people. Like we love our, our people. We love on each other. And it's like they'll get behind. They'll you. get behind you. Right. And if yeah. you need if, something, they're gonna make it happen. That's the thing about Pittsburgh, man. Wow. Most of the time they'll give you a shirt off their back. Half the time they'll take it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I'm on but, they'll, but they'll try to find you a new one a too new one. though. Yes, you know what exactly. I mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. It's so true. Uh, speaking of shirts, I love the t-shirt you have on oh, right now. Thank you very much. Thank you. And it says your tagline, you inspire me, I'll inspire you. Together, we'll inspire each other. Very true. And I love it. Thank you. Um, can you people buy that? these? Yeah. Um, you were able to, but I don't have a link anymore because it was a pop-up store because I was just selling them to see how they would actually sell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because people told me like, hey, we'll buy some. Yeah. And, and then I put it up and like, I sold some, but like not as much as I had hoped I would. Yeah. I sold like. 20-ish, 25-ish, which is, like, pretty decent, I guess, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, if I sold one, I was like, man, somebody bought something yeah. that, like, with my words on it. Like, I think that's amazing. And yes. But, yeah, right now, I, I don't know if anybody wants any more T-shirts. I mean, if they do, they can let me know. I'd be more than happy to get another uh, round going for them. Okay. And other right. designs, different colors, you know. People need to let me know because I can't do anything unless they let me know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm not going to put out something that I hope people buy. I want right, something that right. I know people want. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, it's a great message, and uh, I think it's something that I would wear proudly on yeah, tea. For sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get a picture of him and Mike. Yes. With the yeah, shirt on. With the shirts on. Yeah. Are we ready for our... I think so. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about that we missed? No, I, I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. I think we're good. Did you grab that time? Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm the one that's now stopped all the times. Mm. It's fine. Okay. Um, okay, so we have three questions that we ask all of our guests at the end of our interviews. Sarah's going to give you the first one. So we ask everybody, because we call our listeners warriors, um, we've all been through some shit. We all have our own personal definition of what that is to us. So what is being a warrior to you? Oh, man. There's a, there's a lot of different standpoints. You know, if you look mm-hmm. at it from you know my time in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. a warrior is somebody that's going to just stand up, fight, do the right thing when nobody's mm-hmm. looking, and willing to die for whatever the cause that they firmly believe in. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then from a mental health standpoint, like what I, the direction that I'm looking at is, you also have the mental health warriors are just a warrior as in themselves, where every day you're going to know that the world's going to push you down. Yeah, yeah. you know it's going to kick you right in the fucking face if you let it. So you have to like, can you get back up? Can you stand up? Can you keep going? Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what that's what a warrior is. The one that can says, yeah, I can. Yes, I will. Yeah, I'm bleeding. Yeah, I'm cut. Yeah, I have stitches, but I'm still fucking pushing forward. Yeah, it hurts, but yeah. I still moved an inch forward today. And to me, that's a lot of progress. Yeah. Yeah. I love that's that. a great one. Mm-hmm. I still want to make a. Like a reel of all of the people, everything that people say. I love that answer to that question. Yeah. I love it. That was really good. Okay. This one's, this one's fun. Um, so at the end of all of our episodes, we always tell people to stay wild and weird because we are all very unique. Um, we love individuality and I know there's a lot of wild and weird things about you. 
yeah, quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, but perhaps you can share maybe one or two of those. That's hard. I, I know, know. I know. It is hard. And like I, I know, I even read them before, but like I still, I don't know. Um, wild and weird. I mean, you could feel weird that you don't drink at a bar in Pittsburgh. I don't know. Well, I feel weird like that all the time that I'm not drinking. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. anything wild was when I was in the Marine Corps. My nickname was Stecker the Wrecker, because <laughs> I was fucking wild. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd get a bottle of whiskey, me, whiskey in me, or you know, a case of beer in me, or a bunch of Bahama Mamas. Yo, I'm going to, I took a K-bar, tried cutting down a tree. Oh, dear God. And then I tried tackling said tree because I couldn't cut it down with the K-bar. Yeah, we would have bought, so we would have boxing matches outside, you know, in, in the yard at the barracks every fucking weekend. And I'm in it. Oh my gosh. I have a perfect half moon on my teeth, in my front teeth. I've never had a cavity in my life, but I've had two root canals because there's a perfect, circle on my teeth where a beer bottle broke him <gasps> i was 19 years old i don't remember what the hell happened i know i just know that i was at a barracks party i woke up my shit ain't there <gasps> one on one tells you together that it's a beer bottle oh my, my gunnery God. sergeant said to me says stuck what the hell happened to your teeth now i'm 19 years old so you're not allowed to drink you yeah. yeah and i was like uh i was getting out of my shower gunnery sergeant i tripped over and i hit my tooth off the towel bar oh uh. he says Bullshit. <laughs> he said, what happened, Stecker? I said, I was getting into my shower. <laughs> he says, is that really what you're going to stick with, Stecker? Yes, yes Gunnery Sorry. He says, go get that fucking tooth fixed, and, and you better hope they, they, they accept that story, too. And I told him the same thing. They said, is that really what you're going to say? He's like, is that what you're going to write down? Yeah. He said, yeah. I said, then yeah. Then that's yes. what I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they fixed it. I found out that Novocaine doesn't do shit for me. Six, oh, six shots of Novocaine, and I felt every fucking bit of it. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, so I don't like dentists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. same. I, we could definitely have a whole conversation on that. Amy has an issue with dentists as well. <laughs> um, as Seinfeld would say, I'm an anti-dentite. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with, with dentists? They tell you not to put sharp objects in your mouth. <laughs> so... The first time, and I've not told you this story, um, that I met you was at a party at Kate's house. Yes. And... Is that the night I did stand-up? Yes. So, this is where I'm going with this. So, I don't do well in social situations. I, Mike kept telling me over and over how important his friends were, and I was like, I don't really want to meet them. Like, I'm not, I don't like people. Like, I don't know how to explain that. We almost broke up after that whole, like, right before I came over, because I was like, I don't like people. And he was like, well, <laughs> then we can't do this. But anyway, so I was very nervous, and I was very anxious, and my anxiety was just, like, through the roof about this whole, like, meeting of people thing. Um... But yeah, you did. You did kind of do this whole like comedic thing. And there was something about it that I was just like, I felt so calm because this is so weird. And I said this to Mike in the truck. I was like, you reminded me of my husband so much. Oh, wow. Thank you. Like it was like very similar um, the way that you captivated the room while we were on the porch. So the way you captivated the porch. (laughs) Um, 
and the jokes they were telling, the way you were doing the mannerisms, I was like, this is, it was just like unnerving in a sense, because I was like, and then I just like calmed down and it was just like, I was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But That's awesome, actually. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's like, that was my first impression of you. And I I fucking think you're hilarious sober too. Sweet. Thank you. um, (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah. So yeah, I hadn't told you that before. No, definitely hadn't. Yeah. Oh, so I guess a wild and weird thing would be that you can just break out into stand-up anywhere. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like my, my husband used to, <laughs> Scott used to call it holding court. Like, he would just do it anywhere. Yeah. Like, he would just decide that yeah. the, I'm going to own this whole fucking thing right yeah. now. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I used to get in trouble when I worked for, uh, a, you know, uh, United Healthcare. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm allowed to say their name or not. You, can, yeah. uh, don't, you don't work there anymore? You yeah. own your own company. <laughs> no, they fired me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh. No, I used to get in trouble because, like, apparently I have that kind of personality where I can bring the entire floor mm-hmm. either up or down. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And if I was in a bad mood, the whole floor would be like, man, fuck this jaw. This shit, <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> and I'd be like, because I, I, I would just sit there like, man, you know what's fucked up? Is the manager tells us to do this, and then they go and do that. <laughs> and that don't even make sense. They'd be like, ain't that... Motherfucker. Yeah, man. Hey, did you hear what Stecker said? That manager ain't do shit that we've been asking for. And then they're going to yell at us. And then I'll get pulled back. And they'll be like, Mike, you can't do this. Like, your energy brings everything. It decides what yeah. the... What the yeah. I said, right. That's a really good piece of leverage for me to know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for letting me know that. Because if you do something I think is stupid, I'm going to tell you it's stupid. Yeah. And if you say... Yeah, I know it is, but we have to do it like this. Mm. I'm going to go on you 10 times harder because that's you saying, yeah, I know it's wrong, but we're going to do it anyways. Yeah. That's not yeah. the way you do it. You don't, you know, you don't cut corners and you don't fucking round the corners. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think that's probably a huge thing about why you have such a following on uh, TikTok is because that it's so cool because like that's always been a part of who you are, but now you found your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is your thing and you're using that like god given ability of like just people are drawn to you which is really cool so cool <laughs> and now they're being drawn to you for this really like like authentic so not in any sort of toxic positivity bullshit but like very yeah. authentic real gritty positive yeah. fucking way right my, my entire life I was the class clown you know I would always get in trouble suspended you know the teachers calling Oh, what the hell do you do now? You know, it's another reason my dad probably grabbed the baseball bat and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but now it's crazy. Like, I used to get the, I used to have the same kind of, you know, attention seeking, you know, and it'd be for negatives. And now I'm doing the same kind of behavior, but it's a positive yeah. reaction. And like, people are like, oh, you're so inspiring. Like, for the first couple months, I'm just sitting there like, this, this is, this is weird. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm usually getting in trouble and shit. Like, you, you know, yeah. like now, you know, Becky, she used to hate my TikToks. Mm-hmm. Understandable, because I see some of them now. I'm like, Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And people are like, aren't you going to delete them? I'm like, no. No, no, no absolutely it not. it tells the whole story. Right. Yes. And, you know, some days, like, I'm like, oh, man, today's that day. I'm going to go get some beer. And I'm like, scroll, scroll hit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Babe, can you go to the store and get some bubbly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's a big thing, you know, that way. Yeah. I also love that you do share on the days that are not great. Like, that you just share, like, hey, this fucking sucks today. Yeah, today was every- really fucking hard. Yeah, like I said earlier, yeah. man, not every day is, you know, a day where your hair don't move. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have hair, so I don't know. But 
You know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also noticed that your, so your health has gotten better, but then you also talk about this on TikTok too. Like you look different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You look like a completely different person. Yeah. I don't look homeless. I don't look like Mar from uh, Home Alone. I don't look like Buffalo. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't look like Buffalo Bill from uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my God. The Mar one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, dude, and I actually did some videos what like a that. Terrible too. Yeah. comparison. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if you guys played GTA, but I also look like uh, oh, what was his name? Was it Troy or something like that? I forget his name. I, I don't know. That but, we don't. Yeah, yeah. we don't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. The guys will know that. Yeah, Holy I mean, shit. that's that's amazing though. Like, I guess there's like positives and bonuses all the way around for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Now everybody says I look like Mac Miller. Yeah. So I'll take that. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Mac Miller. Hell yeah. 2.0. Yes. Yeah. Both from Pittsburgh. You know, it's got to be a good thing. Maybe, maybe we're related. Maybe, maybe. Some, maybe somebody from the Mac Miller uh, estate will be like, yo, this dude looks close enough. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in a movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for taking oh, thank you so time much for having me. To, and really vulnerability to share things that are just so hard to share, but really do help everyone they help everyone that's listening and they help us and it's just a beautiful thing to share your story yeah oh yeah man every day every day is a fight you know but as long as you put up your fists mm-hmm. you know you're probably gonna be able to throw more punches than you have to take and to me that's gonna be a pretty good win you know yeah. round of win yeah for sure i love that well we tell all of our listeners at the end of every every episode to stay wild and weird warriors but we're gonna end this yes with we are what uh mike tells his Watchers, uh, watchers, community, we'll community. Say. Yes, TikTok his TikTok, TikTok, community. Community. Yeah, TikTok community. Yeah. So remember, guys, you, you inspire, inspire us. We'll, we'll inspire you. And together, together, we'll, we'll inspire, inspire each other. other. Let's go. We Woo! did it! Yay! <laughs> Love it. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualified therapists, Inc. Follow us on Instagram at unqualified therapists, where you will find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at unqualified therapists at gmail.com. Until next week, warrior, hold on. We're going to make it.